Cash Color Cannabis, a higher level of conversation. I finally have my man. I'm going to call him a legend because I remember listening to the two live dudes. Right. Yeah, right. I, I, I totally enjoyed the show. My man Ryan Stewart. Ryan, what's up, man? What up, though? Ain't nothing, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm this Super Bowl weekend. Are you geeked for Super Bowl weekend? No, I'm not, actually. I'm mad that all these people have infiltrated my town and that traffic oh. is crazy oh. and the restaurants are packed oh. and that I can't oh. go any place that I typically would go, but I get it. Yeah, I feel And I'm happy that everybody's here. I let, really am. Let me tell you my pain because I work downtown. The mm -hmm. studio we do our show is downtown. It's down the street from the stadium. I can tell you about this traffic. Let me it's tell bananas. you about these people who it's just bananas. out here. It's bananas. And everybody need directions. Let me tell you how I, I'm not normally a cold person, right. but by the third time somebody asked me where to go, it was just like my headphones. <laughs> I would point to my headphones. I, I can't I hear, can hear you. you. <laughs> I can hear you. I can't yeah, hear I've been you. around the block a long time. I got here in 91, so I can beat the traffic. Yeah. But when you've got a few extra million people in your oh, city, man. you can't beat the traffic. Man. So that's what I've been dealing with. But it's all good, man. I'm glad everybody's having a good time, and I'm blessed to be here. Yeah, we are blessed to be here, man. So no you, are, you are an ex-NFL player, Detroit Lions, yep. safety, man. Yep. Yep. Uh, speak to us about your time in the NFL. Like, What was it like playing uh, on, on, on the professional football level? It was a dream come true. Mm -hmm. it, was, um, it was beyond a dream, actually. Still a blessing that myself and my family benefits from um, monthly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm 45, so I'm an old dude in the game. But um, Don't say that, man. I, like I said, I just turned 40. Like, I don't feel right. like I, I yeah. want to feel like I'm old. Dude, dude. But, don't do that to but me. we're doing the right thing. We'll get to that in a second with the yeah. CBD and everything else. Yes, but you're doing yes. the right thing when it comes to, you know, making sure that the preventative maintenance is taking place. Yeah. But uh, the, the NFL was a blessing. It was something I prayed to do. Um, something I worked really hard to be able to do. Uh, something that I studied. It was a, truly my craft, and I thank God daily that he blessed me to be able to obtain such a high blessing, man, and, and again, it's still affecting us, and um, it's just been amazing, man. It really has. Yeah, it has been, man, and you played you played in a position that, that's, that's a lot of a lot of collisions, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, at, at safety, man. Um, looking, at back, looking back on your career, you know, and all the hits and all the things like that, do you look back now and think to yourself, maybe I, I might have made a wrong decision when it comes to playing football? Um... Because I'm one of the point zero 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 one percent that made it, yeah, I can't say that it was a bad decision. Never, I feel. Um, if, if I'm still eating off of it twenty plus years later, how bad could that be? Yeah, but yeah, okay. <laughs> um, knowing what I know now, uh, being equipped with what I was equipped with with my parents, uh, being able to think and strategize and study. Um, there was a much better route to obtain success yeah. than banging my body and being all beat up like I am now. <laughs> you know, um, there's not a day that I have where it's not a tough day. Um, thank, thank God for um, the Georgia Hemp Company for the medicine that they provide to folks like me that's a card-carrying member in the wonderful state of Georgia. But um, if it wasn't for what the Georgia Hemp Company does for me, I would be in a much worse place. Mm. And um, I'm thankful yeah. that, that I, I knew Joe Salome, and I'm thankful that I know Ryan Dills, and I'm thankful that they know what they know, and they do what they do yeah. for their patients. Okay? It's bigger than me. Yeah, it really is, um, But there's a lot of, of people that aren't feeling well daily that if it wasn't for them, they would be in tremendous pain, and that's so uncalled for in 2019 because of this plan we're talking about. Yeah, oh, we, we already know it, man. Uh, and, and, you know, going through your, your, your couple of years in the league, what are some of the pains and some of the ailments that you deal with on a regular basis? I have nerve damage in my neck and my shoulders. Um, L3, L4, and L5 in my lower back are slammed together. Um, I had a torn growing in my left leg that was never healed. 
I've got um, degenerative changes and bone spurs in both elbows and my left ankle. I've got um, corporal tunnel in my right thumb and my left thumb. Sheesh. And I have these headaches that come and go whenever they damn well please. Sheesh, man. You know? So um, what these folks here at the Georgia Hemp Company do and have done for me for the last three and a half to five years is amazing because I hadn't had an opioid since 2013 Can we 14. congratulate that? Yeah. Can we applaud that? Yeah, I'm yeah. winning. I'm winning. Yeah. Opioid free, man. Not a, drug no, free. No, no Motrin. I'm a drug free, <laughs> yeah, dude. Drug free. But, I, I, but I'm, I'm drug free, but I'm a daily user. <laughs> Y'all feel me? Yeah, my medicine is good. It's from the earth. Yes. Um, it's God-given. It's, it's, it's talked about early in Genesis. It's talked about all throughout the Bible. And I the feel book. that, too. You know, I'm it's right. a seabed plant. Yeah, it's like, real, I feel man. Like, I, feel like, I feel like we have seen herb in the Bible several times. Man, we want to be 1,000 about if it. If you really thinking about some of the gatherings that took yes, place yes, and some of the yes. things that was going on, if you open your mind to what you're reading, yes, yeah, man, man, they were partaking. Yeah, yeah, they were partaking, man. Jesus walking up in there like, y'all ain't even doing it right. I'm flipping this table, man. Y'all disrespecting my people's house, man. You need to do it this way. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I've been blessed um, to be doing the show. I've had a chance to speak to several NFL players. I'm Cullen Jenkins, Marvin Washington. Yeah, good guys. They, yeah, they all speak about how the NFL needs to start taking a different look when it comes to um, how they prescribe medicine mm-hmm. to players. Mm-hmm. What is your stance on that when it comes to the medicines that are given to players? Because, you know, I'll give you an example. When I spoke to Cullen, Cullen, again, is a fairly young man. Mm-hmm. And to hear that, you know, he had a problem recently where he's walking downstairs to make some coffee and he ends up in his car. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, 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 you yeah. know, that's that's a dangerous thing, it's, man. Um, if you've ever been in a car accident, I don't care if it's a fender bender where your 15-mile-per-hour bumper absorbed the majority of the hit, your body, after that minor fender bender, two or three days later, has been impacted. Yes. You feel differently. You feel a pain. Yeah. You're stiff. You've got um, some areas that are dealing with uh, things that need ART treatment because it's scar tissue there. It affects your body. Every single play in the National Football League, which the players that start and make the big bucks, they have 60 to 70 plays per game. Ooh, it's a lot of hits. They're making contact with guys that are 5, 6, 8% body fat, running 4-2, 4-3s, and the impact is very great. Um, so your body is set back. Yeah. Your body's being damaged. Your brain is not made to take that trauma. No. That's why there's so many guys that's dealing with head trauma now that they didn't know about, you know, 10, 15 years ago because we weren't up on the knowledge. But now, with Google, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah, and and so many other avenues, people know what's going on. Um, our bodies are not supposed to feel like that. Our bodies are not supposed to be traumatized like that. And it happens 17 weeks out of the year, in the fall and in the winter. And yeah. and that's not with playoffs, you know. That, that that's not with playoffs. Yeah. So I want to hit you to something real quick though. The NFL knows about the effects and the um, benefits of THC, of CBD, and of marijuana. Players get drug tested every year somewhere between March and April, and you're being drug tested for drugs of abuse, you're being drug tested for steroids, you're being drug tested for everything that is known to man, but after that one drug test, which you know is going to come between March and April, you're only dr- drug test for steroids. 
Mm. So they want guys to benefit from the medicine. If you can just make sure that you're prepared for this one test that you're going to yeah. get once a year, once a year mm -hmm. from March to April. The guys that unfortunately fail that test, yeah. they get put in the program. Yeah. Randy and Gregory. they get tested so they can't use their medicine that help them be prepared to do their job that is traumatic on their body weekly for the 17-week period in the fall and the winter. And if you pass that test, you're allowed to do you however yeah. you want, however yeah. you see fit. Yeah. So they know about the benefits, but there's... This political BS that we all deal with, no matter what avenue or what revenue we generate our cash, that makes us have to do right by the law. And I think that's the real issue, because I, I had mentioned while you were speaking, the first thing that name that popped in my mind was Randy Gregory. Right. I knew that Randy Gregory, and I've known this watching ESPN and just Googling, mm -hmm. that Randy Gregory has been dealing with something that he's been using cannabis for since he's been in Nebraska. Right. You knew that before you drafted him. Right. You knew that when he got right. into the league. And I love that, you know, now that he's, he's I guess, has compiled, com complied by the NFL rules, mm -hmm. we're praising him for being, you know, back on the field and all this other stuff. But I'm like, but really, it seemed to me like he was better when he was on the green. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was a lot better when he was on the green. Like, right. he didn't go through half the mm. stuff you're going through. I wonder if, do you feel like we're going to get a position where, you know, the Super Bowl is a huge platform. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of people sp speak. I saw Roger Goodell do the state of the game address recently. Mm. When are we going to see them address alternative medicines? When are we going to see them address CTE and things that are absolutely in front of the NFL right now? It's coming, and it's coming real soon because the 9 to $12 billion industry per year that it is, Yes. Is that Jeopardy? Yes, yes, very much. They so can't they, have these yeah. guys that we follow dearly. We follow them on Twitter. We watch them every weekend. We we know what they're doing on Facebook. They can't have these guys getting their bell rung on the field on Sunday, standing up, not knowing where they are or who they are, yeah. and it being visible to the public. Yeah. So they're doing all they can, but again, when you're an entity as huge as they are, they've got to be political, and they've got to think about the people that's making them the money that they're making, so it has to be done in a systematic way that works for them, yeah, financially. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's slowly coming down the pipe, it's going to get there faster, yeah. or, or sooner than later, but it's going to take some time. Yeah, well, we have a collective bargaining agreement that's about to happen soon. <laughs> right. And I've been saying for about decades now, I remember having this conversation with Mark Packer when he was on air in, out Charlotte, in Charlotte, North Carolina, that I felt like there's going to be a, a, a come to Jesus meeting with the NFL eventually. Right. And I feel like it's going to be during the CBA. Right. You know, because you have a situation where, one, you have the Colin Kaepernick thing mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. You have the CTE things ho hovering over you. Mm -hmm. And you have a league that's printing money that's saying that they can't guarantee contracts for players because there's too many quote-unquote players. 53 players play. That's a lot of bread if you're guaranteeing everybody contracts. Man, it's a lot of bread if you're guaranteeing everybody contracts. But I'm like, why can't you guarantee first string and second string? If you're you know a $9 I mean? billion to $12 billion league per year, you can guarantee yes. those contracts, yes, especially when there's an insurance that cover cats that get to the point where they can't play and they still need their money, yeah. pay them to take care of that. Uh, I'll tell you a crazy story because I'm sure we don't have a lot of time. Oh, we got the, we got the time. I got done. In, <laughs> I got done playing ball in 2000, and in 2002, October, November, I'm on vacation with my my family and a few friends, and I started urinating blood. Oh, and um, first time I'm like, okay, well. Hopefully, you know, that don't happen next time. <laughs> but I didn't call no doctor, didn't go to the hospital, you know, just being who I was. I'm like, okay, uh, it'll be okay. Uh, ignored it. Two, three hours later, used the bathroom again, stood over the toilet, took a little bit of time, and then phew, 
came out again. Ooh. It's urine. It's uh, it's blood in the urine. So I called my cousin who's a doctor, and I'm like, dude, I'm I've been peeing blood for the last three hours. You know, tell me what's going on. He's like, well. Talk to me about your day. What have you been doing? Have you been getting hit? Have you fallen down? Is something crazy happened? I mean, tell me what's, Tell me about your last two or three days. So I say, you know, I, I wake up in the morning and I brush my teeth and I eat some breakfast and I pop two or three pills and I do what I got to do, bam, 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 bam. And then around lunch, I eat lunch and I pop two or three pills. And he goes, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. What kind of pills are you popping? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until then almost three years after I got done playing ball that I realized that I'm still drugging and popping pills like I'm playing ball Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Sunday of every week. It's a routine now. I'm addicted to pills. Yeah. It's a part of my life is who I am. If you were future, you'd make a song about it. Yeah. Yeah, basically. basically. And I would get paid because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was popping them. Yeah, yeah. I was Serious. popping them. Yeah, the Percocet, the Percocet, the Indocin, the Naprosin. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, and I've got, and that's funny because I hadn't gone to a doctor. I just got done playing ball two, three years later, earlier. So I wasn't going to a doctor to get prescribed pills. So I still had these pills that I was being given while I was playing ball. Just in my crib, on the mm. pills. Mm. So he's like, yeah, you need to stop doing that. <laughs> and uh, when you get on vacation, you need to go see your doctor. You need to drink water. You need to start watching this. You need to write down this. And you need to do all this stuff. But he said, cuz, I love you, man. But you need to stop taking those pills. Yeah, man. And unlike a lot of guys that don't have the intestinal fortitude of the mandingo that I am. <laughs> I did that for y'all. I did that for y'all. What kind of forever? What kind of forever? Um, I stopped cold turkey. Whoa. I stopped cold turkey and um, went through withdrawal, went through sweats, wasn't sleeping at night, dealt with tremors, dealt with nightmares. Man, you was getting off heroin. Dude. Yeah, you was getting off heroin. I was on that good good and didn't even know it. Mm -mm. Um, Two years after that, Former co-worker, Joe Salome, who was the proprietor or one of the owners of the George Hemp Company, called me. He was like, man, I got some stuff I need to talk to you about. I'm interested in um, seeing how you can assist us. And I think I got something that at the end of the day can make you feel better because I've talked to you about some of the stuff you deal with. Yeah. He came by the crib. Didn't, didn't even make me come to him. He had um, a few vape pens. He had some oil. He had this. He just had this little care packet. And he was like, I want you to... to do this, this amount, this amount. He just broke it all down to me. Yeah. And being who I was and knowing how bad off I was, I did what he said because I trusted him as a friend. I trusted him as a businessman. I knew who he was. I'd been working with him. And, um, dude, I hadn't touched a pill since then, and I'm stretching now, and I'm feeling better, and I'm moving around. My headaches are less. The pain is less. I want to schedule to where I know what I need to do to feel better. Um, and it's all off this healthy medicine. So there's no way, okay, that the NFL or anybody else is going to deny or ignore the fact that there's kids that need this stuff to feel better and to not be sick and to not have seizures eight times a day. There's no way they're going to be denied the benefit of feeling better. I think the NBA is going to be first. I think <laughs> <laughs> Joe is the reason why you can't beat me in golf anymore. Look, look, yeah. <laughs> look, 
Joe, Joe legitimately is an amazing human being. He's yeah. a Dos Equis man to me. Like, he needs he needs a reality show. Something tells me twenty years hey, ago Joe was a, was a, was a problem. Um, you, you 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 encounter yeah. several different people every single day, and I'm willing to bet that ten to fifteen percent of those people are good people. Yeah. And uh, Joe's at the front of that damn line. There's yeah. no question. Yeah. There's, I, I miss long hair, Joe. Like, so do I. I told him yeah, that. I'm like, dude, the short hair sucks. Yeah, I miss white Jesus, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I totally miss Jesus, Joe. Uh, there came a situation where the Georgia Hemp Company was a different company that Joe was a partner with oh, someone else. Yeah, I remember. Okay? Yeah. And um, when things got a little out of sort with that company and they started to dissolve and Joe had people calling him and emailing him and writing him letters saying, you know, I need my medicine, man. I mean, what are you going to do? He found a way to get those people their medicine. He really did. Okay? Yeah. And um, that's why when I say he's a good dude, I'm not blowing no smoke up nobody's butt. I'm just being honest. He cares about individuals that he doesn't even know or have to see. Yeah. He gets their package to them in the mail because they need it to feel better, and that's his priority. Got you, man. All right, we'll, we'll have the Joe Love Fest later. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to have it right now. It's man. the truth, though. It's the truth. And you know it's the truth. It is. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the 100% truth. I've been yeah. had a chance to know Joe for a little while now, and Joe is that person, right. which is amazing, man. Yeah. Um, I tell people, you know, I, I, I did mention earlier, I used to listen to the two live suits. I, I, I listened to I your show, that, you man. and your brother, man. Yeah. Talk to us about your transition into radio. Like, what, what brought you there? and what, How'd you drag your brother with you? Um, my brother dragged me into radio. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I learned a long time ago that your your net worth will equal your network. Truth. And uh, my brother figured that out before I did. And he called me one day like... Um, you know, who do you know who can help us pitch this idea? And I said, well, what idea is that? He's like, well, a sports talk radio idea with an urban perspective. And I said, well, I know several people, but, you know, talk to me about what you're thinking. <laughs> and he was thinking of the two live stews. So we talked about that for a, a period of 30 to 60 days. We put it all on paper. Uh, I had some ideas. He had some ideas. And then I opened my network up to people that I could call to get some assistance. And um, I made the right call. And they brought us in a week later, and six months to nine months later, the two last twos were born Tuesday through Thursday at like 9 o'clock at night, which is a terrible yes. time for radio. No, it's a perfect time for people like myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because I, I have a weird sleep pattern and stuff. I need to hear stuff. Right. Yeah, so right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect for me. Yeah, but it was, it was a blessing from God, man. And um, it lasted about 12 years. Mm. And um, when they walked us out of there in 2012 in October... I had no idea that I would never be doing radio again. And that's weird, man. I had like, no idea. How did they walk? Why would they walk you out? Because it wasn't like it wasn't a popular show. Right. It was new management. And then white folks didn't like how black and strong we were. <laughs> <laughs> so they shut the shop down. They, they, they got tidy. And I didn't know or realize they were shutting the damn shop down. <laughs> to work one day and realize it. Yeah. My buzzer don't work. No, man, my car is cut off, man. I, so I, I followed a car behind, yeah. you know, to get in the gate. You interesting, know? interesting. But it's, it's, it all happens for a reason, yeah. man. We're in a better place. Can you imagine that day? Like, you, you I'm, a, I'm just going to drive behind Dude. him because I, I know I'm in here. Dude. And as you're hitting your badge, you're trying to go upstairs, yeah. I'll go behind somebody else because yeah. I know I work here. But unfortunately, <laughs> man, there's something that everybody that looks like us have to deal with at some point in time in their life or maybe even uh, multiple times in their life. Yeah. Um, um, we are not appreciated for what we bring to the table. Um, our value is nowhere near equal to our counterparts. 
And, you know, if you're really not on top of your doo-doo, um, at some point in time, somebody's going to come to you and say, hey, man, thank you for all that you've done, but yeah. I need you to come with me this way. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm a big proponent of bringing my own table somewhere. You know, I feel like that makes it an equal conversation. You know, if you ever want me to leave, I can just leave. I'll take this table with me. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like, have you thought about bringing two live students to the podcast form? We have online platforms. There's so many other it's, places, and you definitely still have a fan look, base. Look, man, um, it's funny you say that, and, and we do have a, a, a fan base. I took a year and a half off. Afterwards, I figured I deserved it. Yeah, yeah, man. And um, little did I know, my brother started the Two Last Dudes Radio Network about six months after. Your brother be on it. He called me every day, <laughs> like, "Yo, I need you to come do this with me." Yeah. You know, we still got an audience, and people are hitting us up every day. They want to do it. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take this time." Little did yeah. I know, it was the worst thing that I could have done for my radio and TV career to take that time. I yeah. needed to stay in it while I was fresh and hot. Yeah. While people knew who I was, when I came back a year and a half later to kind of get thoroughly immersed again, I may have missed the window. But at the end of the day. Um, as I was about to get to the story, when they walked us out on October 12, 2012, I sat in the car in the parking garage for like an extra 30, 45 minutes, didn't move the car. And I sat there like, you know, I'm backing out of this job that I freaking love for the last 12 years, and it, it really fired me up every single day to come here. And I sat there and I said, well, Lord, if this is a window that you're closing, you know, the door you're about to open is going to be amazing. And I pray you'll bless me and guide me to get to that door. Yeah. Um, went through a lot of depression, went through a lot of anxiety those next three years trying to figure it out because I got a family. Yeah, man. Um, but I realized that he sat me down because there wasn't a need for me to continue to work for someone else and not be appreciated. Mm. And he showed me how there were several different streams of revenue and yes. different avenues that I could take to feed the kids that I was dedicated to feeding and keeping a roof over their head. And, um, you know, it was him to show me that I knew the people, as I mentioned, the network being your net worth. I knew the people that I needed to put in place to be able to sustain whatever it was I wanted to do or even more. It took me a while to get there, but I'm there and I'm happy for it. And I'm not at a point where I miss radio at all anymore. Really? I miss the checks. Yeah, of course. I miss the free trips. I miss the stipend. I missed the first class travel. I missed the five star. I'm, I'm sorry. No, Kira, he missed it. He missed it. You miss it. It's okay. It's okay. But CBS is a real company. You know a, what I mean? yeah, uh, That's uh, a real check. The right? mouse, ABC pays bills. Man, look. And when no checks stop coming in, you'd be like, what? Damn. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. My wife'd be like, man, you sure you ain't going back to work? Yeah, right. Nah, babe, we good. But we're in a good place. Yeah. Doug's in a good place, and life is good, man. And I trust a good man, and, and that's why things are the way that they well, are. Well, when I look on TV and I see the Stephen A. Smiths, and, crazy. I see, and I see Shannon Sharps even nowadays, right. man, I'm like, right. we really can't have a two live studio? Are you serious? <laughs> like, Stephen Shannon Sharps yeah. on here with a black and mild and Hennessy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I really can't have the two live studios. Yeah. There's no doubt that we probably could, man, but I'm, I mean, at this point, I'm over it. I got okay. a nine year old and a seven year old. Oh, you got talking bills. Two boys, and I got. I got a daughter that's three, and, you know, she's why, you know, tonight is like the first day that I've really hung out all day in like three three years since she's been born because I want to be at the crib with her. Is she tired of you already? No, she loves her daddy, man. Yeah, Dude, know, she man. loves her daddy, man. I don't know. She, she three. Ask her alone. I don't care. <laughs> Ask her alone one day. I, well, it's probably going to change, man, yeah. but still to this day, when I when the garage opens up and I pull in before it's closed, 
for me to get out the car, she's already at the door, like, you know, Yo, hey, right. dude, you know, come up, you, come pick me up, dude, you know? Live that. So, uh, that. right, I'm happy with that. Because I got a niece now, man. I remember when she was three, and she is now 10, and she has a phone, and she be, I, she be Listen, making man. videos. It pays no mind. So, so, so you, no mind you, you just kid. said you got a niece. Yeah. So, just imagine if that niece was actually your seed. I'd be mad if you don't pay no attention to me. Girl, Multiply. Multiply that need for that attention by like a hundred, dude, every I single day. I believe. So yeah, we're in a good place, man, and God's been amazing. He's going to continue to be amazing, and yeah. it is what it is. Are we going to see you with your own CBD line? Um, yeah, Joe and I have been talking about that. Good, man. Yeah. You know, I got an email. I got an email today from Tony Dorsett's. Tony Dorsett's son now has a CBD line. Really? I'm like, yeah. So, okay, you say we weren't going to sing Joe's praises, but I want to say something real quick. Yeah. Shortly after he approached me with what he was doing, he was like, you know, I want you to be a part of this. I want you to, be, you know, you can be the face of what we're doing. I, I mean, you've been there. You've done that. This stuff is helping you. You know, come on board and, and assist us. I know it would be a great help. you got a story to tell. And me being still of the mentality of the, the little rat running in the damn wheel every freaking day, I don't want to attach my name and my image to that. Really? That's what I said. Brian. And he was like, well, Brian. keep doing this, keep doing that. And when you change your mind, exactly. not if you change exactly, your mind, yeah. but when you change your mind, the opportunities will still be here. And sure enough, a few years later, I'm like, man, I'll put my name on anything. Use my picture. We do whatever, man. You are right. I'm touching my toes in the morning, dude. My old lady's still smiling at night sometimes. Oh, bro. Once or twice a month. I can't with you. I can't with you. Once or twice a month. And if you're listening, babe, that's BS, but still, I appreciate you for that. Man, look, look, look. But yeah, so it got to the point where I said, I don't care about what people think and the negative stigma that may be attached to it. It's helping me. It's going to help others. So let me know what I can do. And I'm in. Yeah. No question, and it's been a it's been a godsend, man. It really has. Yeah, but well, I, I pray that we do see a, a a brand of CBD product with your name on it eventually. That would be awesome, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you and the evil genius over there working on something. Who's evil? Why would you call him evil? I mean, <laughs> did I miss something? I mean, Actually, yeah, I like I like I like synergies. I like synergies. I like that. <laughs> That's a good name. He is so real quick, yeah. you do an outstanding job. Oh, thank you. I've listened. Um, I do listen. Um, you know your stuff. You're very informative. And you're kind of witty from time to time. Uh, time to time. Yeah, I don't time care who you're talking to. You can get down with them. You can pick them up and you can knock them down. And sometimes they don't even catch it, which shows how smart you are. Thank you. So dig you. God bless you for doing what you do, I man. You appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the human college. That'll do it. I had a perfect school on my math SATs. That'll do it. Actually, That'll I did. It. I did. I've been waiting for that joke all day. I did not have a perfect school on my math SATs. My English SATs. You can write. Math, you can write. Math, I still can't do. But thousand percent. I was all the way there. Man. That left side of the brain, that right side of the brain, man. You yeah. know what it is. Well, we are watching. We are watching cannabis become more legal. We're watching so many things happen. I'm seeing John Boehner involved in right. cannabis. I would right. not be shocked if I see Roger Goodell with his own CBD line after right. he leaves the NFL right. and announces that I, I I saw the light after I I, I broke this contract. One of the things that I've done. Um, 
with some line brothers of mine is we created an oh, investment company. I'm going to make a sci-fi. Uh, I'm, the I, I'm the bros. I'm the bros. That makes sense, man. Um, don't, um, don't start barking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put together an investment group, man, and it's funny how two of our biggest investments the last three years have been in cannabis companies. Whoa. Yeah. Well, one of them being Cash Color Cannabis Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> we need money. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, it's there. Um, the background check you get involved sometimes can be real strenuous. Okay. But if you are, I ain't are, got no felonies, man. Right. That's that's all that matters, man. I ain't got no felonies. So so it's there, I man. Went to it's Hillman. it's uh, it's <laughs> not only is it an opportunity to to help people feel better, and I think it's the fountain of youth, but there's also some uh, some supplemental income that can be uh, achieved by being involved with anybody that has something to do with CBD and RTHC. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, yo, this has been awesome as hell, man. I've, I appreciate I've been, it, man. I've been waiting for this interview for a very long That's time. That's awesome, man. That's dope. Um, for those who do want to catch up with you online or do they just want to get to know um, Ryan Stewart, see what else he wants, he's doing, want to bother you, how else can they do that? At One Live Stew on all social media platforms. Um, the number one, L-I-V-E-S-T-E-W, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all those. So uh, just keep up with me there, man. I'm, uh, the investment company's doing good. I'm, uh, I'm a house husband. Yeah. Um, still hustling in these streets however I can on the legal legit Are you sure you're not bothering this three-year-old? You're a house husband? Are you, are you positive? She runs the house. It ain't my house no more, man. Does she, does I, I pay the bills. I pay the bills, but uh, dude, she runs the house. Does she turn on Baby Shark to drown you out? You know, dude, <laughs> she knows how to work the fire stick, man. And I don't have the TV no more. It's just ridiculous, yeah, exactly. man. Exactly. But it's a beautiful thing. Exactly. It really is. Exactly, man. I bet you. You know, I, I find myself watching a bunch of kids' TV shows anyway. Like Word Girls to me is one of the best shows on TV. Shout to PBS. I use my kids. <laughs> to go to the animated movies. Mm. As an adult, mm. I'm always on edge when we're Good. in those movies Good. and there's adults in those movies use that don't have kids. Properly. I use my kids. Use and children properly. When my wife is like, you know, nah, so-and-so got to do this and so-and-so's got to do that. I'm like, well, what about that one? Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, no, you can have that one for the next three hours. Okay, we're going to the movies. Look, I do that. I did that with my niece. I watched Home. Like, I don't know if y'all seen Home. Great I movie. I almost cried at Home. <laughs> and I almost cried at Home. And I was going to use her as an example. Dude. I'm with an eight-year-old. The Damn. animated films are so dope these yeah. days, man. And man, uh, I use my, my kids heart. to go see those movies without people looking at me like I'm crazy. Man, tugs my heart. She knows. I see her messing with her little nephew every day, man. Yeah, tugs my heart, it boy. Is, I almost real. cried at home. It's real. I almost cried, It man. is, man. Enjoy the Super Bowl, man. Be careful in these streets, man. Well, you know, I'm from Boston, so I'm representing New England this weekend. Oh, if you're from Boston, yeah. you're you like, you, you're like, you're blown away by the the the... Minority presence in a city like oh, Atlanta. Let me, let me school because you. Because Boston me, is a Boston is, you know what? Boston, I tell people all the time about Boston. For one, Boston has a very rich African American history. It does. Do, very For rich. the three people that's there. Should I start with the fact that the first person who ki who was killed in the American Revolution, Crispus Attucks, was a person of color? Yeah, do see. I have to add to you? Do I have to add to you? I that, told that, everybody how smart you was. Don't do this. Don't do this. Prior to the March on Washington, A. Philip Randolph put together the Pullman Porters Union in the south end of Boston, which was the precursor of the March, March on Washington. That happened in Boston. I can also show you where Martin Luther King used to live and Malcolm X. 
If you ever want to go to the bean, I can show dude, you. Dude, I, will... I can tell you about Bobby Brown's baby mamas. I got a list of all hundred of them. All hundred of them. <laughs> I got a list of Boston history, man. I, I did that in my life, uh, man. Boston is a dope city, yeah. man. I know quite a few brothers that but are from I've, there. I've actually, you know, long story short, I have been having an issue with cheering on the Boston, the the, the Patriots for a while. Like I'm not the biggest Tom Brady fan, and when the break, when the Patriots were playing the Falcons, I the, to the, the moment my mama called me and said, "You ready for the Super Bowl?" I said, "Yeah, I guess." She said, "Who you rooting for?" Like jokingly. Right. I said, "I don't know. I don't think I'm rooting for anybody." She said, "What you mean?" I said, "I don't know. I, I'm, I think I'm boycotting the NFL this year." She told me to pray on that. <laughs> <laughs> my mother told me to literally get on my knees and pray about that situation because we're rooting for the Boston. Football King. We're, we were yeah. for the Patriots. We were for Celtics. Yeah. We were for Red Sox. So I need you to pray for that. You're, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, as a former player, the guy that's followed football since I've been like six or seven years old, the Tom Brady dude is the truth. Oh yeah. He's the real. Oh um, yeah. Uh, Belichick's the truth, and he's the look, real. Look, you can't go to nine Super Bowls and not no, be the truth. No, no, not be the no, truth. Yes, like, I don't. Come on. I, I fought it the first five or six years where they were in the mix, yeah, and yeah. now I realize that you know they're doing some things that other people just aren't doing, and that they deserve their greatness, dude. No question. And that's how we're going to end the Cash Color Canvas podcast tonight because <laughs> the, Super, they, the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. No, no, Joe Ryan, I do appreciate you coming. Much respect, man. Brother. Much love, man. Keep, keep doing your thing, man. And that is Cash Color Canvas, a high level of conversation. Thank you.